Erev Rosh Hashanah, the eve of Rosh Hashanah, I want to wish you all, you and yours, a good year, a healthy year, a blessed year, a year of happiness, a year of growth, a year of Yirat Shamaim, and a year of Torah. We're going to learn a section of Gvurot Hashem from the Maharal, chapter... 46, and what I want to point out is that the Maharal doesn't have a standard work on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Um, for example, it comes to Hanukkah, he has a book on Hanukkah, it comes to Pesach also. But regarding Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, his ideas are spread throughout his works. The Maral was very prolific. But also his works, as we said before, saturated, immersed in Kabbalistic ideas and in deeper understandings of the teachings of Chazan. And in the context of the 46th chapter of Sefer Gvorot Hashem, the Maharal speaks about the different zmanim, the different times that are sanctified in the Torah. Each one represents and is an expression of almost like a portal of a form of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's influence in this world and how we relate to it. Omnam, <coughs> says the Maharal. Rosh Hashanah v'yom ha-kippurim u'bamashu yitbarach melech v'adon ha-olam. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is associated with that the Holy One, blessed be He, is the King and the Master of the world. שיש לעולם מעלה יתרה, מאוד מאוד, that the world has, on these days, and at this time, an additional level, which is very, very elevated. שאינה בכלל העניינים הראשונים, excuse me, which is not part of the earlier components of how God reflects himself and expresses himself through the year. Because the Holy One, blessed be he, after all, is the king and the master of the world. And we must realize that everything is under his dominion. ולפיכך, נפו. מזכירים באלו ימים מלכותו יותר. That's why during these days we remember, associate, mention, utter his kingship more so. וראש השנה הוא יום הדין. And ראש השנה is a day of judgment. כי במה שהוא מלך העולם, because in that that he is the king of the world, who בעצמו הדין של העולם. The truth is 
that he is the judgment of the world. Because kingship in this instance is rulership over the world and his governorship is the attribute of his justice. Which means that the Maharal is saying that the Holy One, blessed be He, created the world. His mastery of the, over the world is absolute. And He answers to no one, to nothing. He is the judge and He is the judgment. He is justice. Ki en it's not like human justice that a Dayan needs to pass judgment based on testimony and witnesses and sight. He is both the judge and the witness because he sees all. He knows all. He knows what's going on in our heart. And he knows our deeds in the room of rooms, even in hiding. And therefore, through his kingship, his rulership, this in itself is his attribute of justice. And that expresses itself, says the Maharal, in the seventh month. Because his kingship, that he is the king of the world, it comes from the, from the aspect of the fact that there is kdusha, there is sanctity inserted into the world. And because of that, it's that that causes the holy king to rule over them. Because it's not just that God is the judge and the witness. It's not just that he is the king and he is the governor. It's not just that he is omnipotent and that everything lies before him and we all fall into his dominion. But on the seventh month, there's an insertion of elevated kedusha, of elevated holiness and presence of God. Just like on Shabbat, the seventh day, there is an insertion of another element, an elevated level of kedusha and sanctity. Furthermore, beforehand we have explained regarding Kriyat Yamsuf, it's a Kriyat Yamsuf, the splitting of the sea, when the Medrash says in the Mechilta, Those who proclaimed me king at the sea, they will be the king. And there it is explained, that is, it is the reflection of sanctity of Kedushah. That in is of itself is kingship.
kinship and Kedusha go hand in hand. Kingship is not separate from Kedusha, from sanctity and from holiness. The kingship, the rulership of God, is holiness, is sanctity. See what I wrote in the 40th chapter. Now look what he says about the Gdusha. Vehakdusha and the holiness Bashvi is always expressed through the seventh, as we explained above. Etzel Velakohen Midian Sheva Banot. Regarding Jethro, the Kohen of Midian had seven girls. And that's the cause and that's the reason why the seventh month was chosen to be the month when his kingship and rulership is asserted. Jethro Yitro, the father of Moshe Rabbeinu. Jethro Yitro, the man in whose parasha the Torah is given. Jethro Yitro, who heard Vaishma Yitro, and Rashi says Vaishma Uva, and he came immediately. What was it that he heard? He heard Kriyat Yamsuf. He heard about the splitting of the sea. He heard possibly, according to some Rishonim, about Matan Torah. But if we think for a moment about the splitting of the sea, and what the Maral says, that the splitting of the sea was the place, it was the moment of such revelation of the omnipotence of God, where God changes the course of nature and splits water and leads or sends the Jewish people into the sea on dry land. It's there that the Kedusha, the holiness of Hashem is revealed. His omnipotence, His power, His abilities. His rulership over nature and over everything in this world. And therefore, that seventh month, that's what he heard. Yitro heard about this, so he came. And Yitro has seven girls. The seven girls that Yitro has, each one stood for, reflected an element of God's revelation in this world. And that's why the seventh month was chosen. And just like he, blessed be he, is the king of the world. He rules over the world. Like a master over a servant. Who the master rules over that servant. But in turn, there's a certain element that the servant holds the master answerable. Because the master has to care for the servant. There are certain halachot that refer to servants and servitude. You need to take care of his well-being. You need to provide him with food and shelter and so on. And that needs to be done before your own food and shelter. And he says, Despite the fact that he rules over the, ke- the servant, Even if he rules over the servant, it's still not free from responsibility, from accountability. Mikol makom, in any case, yesh le'evet b'zeh ma'ala. This servant, 
that's the Jewish people, because we are the ones that are mamlich melochim, we are the ones that will crown the king. There is an element, there is a level, a heightened level that belongs also to the servants. The fact is that the servant is deemed as worthy if his master is great. Despite the fact even though there's not really any joy here, even though we talk about Rosh Hashanah as a Yom Tov, we still do not recite Halal on Rosh Hashanah. And the reason for that is because Rosh Hashanah is Yom Adin, it's a day of just, justice, and we do not know our Din, we do not know our judgment yet. It's not called Zman Simchatenu like Sukkot is. Despite that, it is a very holy day. Because it is this kingship, this rulership, that is the attribute of the world. That the Holy One, blessed be He, is its king. And the world is not diminished for one moment because God never leaves this world never leaves his rulership and authority over his dominion that is this world. And just like a servant whose master is very great also shares and basks in some of that glory, so too the Jewish people, Am Yisrael, and in fact, by extension, all of humanity, bask in the glory of God. Because God is the creator of the world, is the judge of the world, is the ruler of the world, is the king of the world, the maker of the world, and he is the judge and the witness, and he answers to no one. Behold, Rosh Hashanah, Batsad, Asherit Barach Moshe Laola Olam. Therefore, Rosh Hashanah is to be seen from the aspect of the blessed be he one who rules over the world. Aval, but... Yom Kippurim mitzad bechina acheret. Yom Kippur is to be seen from a different aspect, perspective. Mitzad shaolam hu el hamelech. It is that the world belongs to the king. Hu Hashem itbarach. He is the Holy One, blessed be he. K'mo ha'eved shu la'adon v'hu shelo. Just like the servant belongs to the master, but the master is the master of the servant. And because we belong to him, because Am Yisrael are his, he atones our sins because we are his. And perhaps here the Maharal is indicating that it reflects on HaKadosh Baruch Hu as well, our sins. That adds an element of responsibility to our behavior, accountability. Before based in Shulman, and accordingly, Rosh Hashanah Yom Adin, Rosh Hashanah is a day of judgment. Ki in that the Holy One, blessed be He, is the King who rules over the world. There are two elements to this, two sides to this, two perspectives. The first is the judgment that is over us. 
But from the other perspective, he forgives and he atones. Because in the fact that we are his people, and he is our king, we can never fall into the dominion of another. And he will not let any other force rule over us. An older king or the evil inclination. And when humanity sin before him, and when we sin, we enter into the dominion of the Yetzerara, the evil inclination. The Yetzerara is also a king. The evil inclination is also a king. As it says in the book of Kohelet, there is a small city, Vanashimba, and there are people in it. Ma'at, a few people. And a great king came there, etc. There in the book of Ecclesiastics, when it speaks about that, in chapter 9 there, says the Maral, it refers to the Yetzirah. Shemoshel al-Guf, because the Yetzirah has dominion over our physical body. But from the perspective that he, blessed be he, is the king of the world, and everything in existence is his, under his dominion, and they are not for another. Even if the physical body falls under the influence, under the the dominion and the authority of the Yetzir Hara, the evil inclination, they will leave his dominion, from the king, the Yetzir Hara, that it took us all year to become entangled in it, and we enter into the dominion of the Holy One, blessed be He. Because there, the Holy One, blessed be He, because the name, Shem, the name of the Holy One, blessed be He, the King of Hosts, is called over us. The Jewish people have God's name over us. And for this reason itself, that's why, regarding the mitzvah of Yovel, in Sefer Vayikra, chapter 25, regarding the Shofar, there, you are to blow the Shofar, wherever you may be, right through your country, in Shnata Yovel, in the 50th year. And it's Motzei Yom Kippur. To call out and to signify that slaves are freed. Because they are attached. Even the ones that wanted to stay with their masters and they had a nail put through their ear, the ear that should have heard that you are my servants and no one, other, no one else's servants. At that point, you return to your families. Why? Because the name of the king, the lord of hosts, is over them. And no one else deserves or is able to or merits to rule over them. 
even the one that he was sold to. And so too it is with the sinner. Nimkal biyada yetzerara was sold into the hands of the evil inclination, al yedei chata'av, through our sins, ad shu b'shut until we fall away from God's dominion, into the dominion of the other king, the king the yetzerara, but on Yom Kippur we leave. It is found, nimtza, of Yom Kippurim yitzeh, nimtza kihu shofet alehem, and we find that he sits in judgment over us, b'meshu malkam, in that he is our king, v'gam motzi otam mirushut acheret, and he takes us from one dominion, and one place to another, because he is our king, he has the right to do that. But first, he sits in judgment over us. Why? Because it is more overt. It is more significant. It is the first thing that we notice. In that he is the king. And that means that he is also the judge. But taking him out and taking us out of the dominion, the rulership, and the governorship of the king Yetzirara, who achalkach, it is only after he passes his judgment. Because then we realize that really there is no other king. Even though the Yetzirara is called a king, he's not really a king. He too falls under the dominion of the ultimate king, the Holy One, blessed be he. There is no other. Because he is the only king. It turns out that even if we thought that we were under the dominion of the Yetzirah, we are certainly not. Because there is no one else for us to fall under his dominion, for us to belong to. We can belong only to the Holy One, blessed be He, our Creator, our Judge, our, the Witness, and the Testimony. And therefore, in Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is about us, it is about the coronation of God, and He is just the King. He is not the King as well as, He is the King, there is no as well as. Once we have crowned him as the king, then comes Yom Kippur when we state that he is not just our king, he is the only king. Therefore he sits in judgment first, and then he returns afterwards, and he takes us out. <coughs> of the Rishus, the belonging of the other, the Yetzirah. The Maral here is dealing with a fascinating question. If Yom Kippur atones and Rosh Hashanah is a day of judgment, why do we not have Yom Kippur first and then Rosh Hashanah? Why are we not atoned for first and then God sits in judgment? And here he says, because God needs first to be crowned, to be recognized that he is the omnipotent God, that we fall under his dominion. But then to understand that everyone falls under his dominion, that everything falls under his dominion is a process. And that reaches its zenith, its climax on Yom Kippur, when we realize that there really is only one king, that there is no other dominion, and then we are freed. 
because from the perspective that he, blessed be he, is the king who Kodem comes first, and the fact that he is the only king, that is another level that we need to reach. And that takes place on the 10th day of Tishrei. You'll always find the 10th, the 10th day is specific and it's special. To receive and to be the recipient of holiness of God. Because the 10th comes first in every place. Until you reach 10, it's just one, two, three. It's just single numbers. Until you reach 10. But from 10 onwards, from 10 onwards, there's already two numbers joined together to make one. And because it is a different level, that's why a different dimension is renewed. And on Yom Kippur, we renew a different aspect. We were under the dominion of the king, and from now on, we go back into the dominion of HaKadosh Baruch Hu of the Holy One, blessed be He. And that's why it's on the 10th day. So even if we had sinned, and even if we fell under the dominion and we entangled ourselves into the, into the dominion and we were a part of the dominion of the king known as Yetzer on the 10th day when God reflects himself and God reveals himself like the number 10, like double digits, when everything joins together, when everything joins together, the sanctity of God is revealed in this world. And says the Maharal, we are relieved from our connection. We are freed from, our, from the bonds that bind us to the Yetzirah. Because then a different level is renewed. And that's what happens on the 50th year. Because it's something new. Returning everything back to the way that it was. It's on the 10th day. Why? Because on the 10th, we can create something new. A different new level. This is known to those who understand. I hope that's us. That's why Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah in the book of Yechezkel, chapter 40, are interchangeable. And it says on Rosh Hashanah on the 10th of the month, which is really Yom HaKippurim of Yovel, like the Gemara in Arachin learned. Friends, we approach Rosh Hashanah understanding that we crown the glory of God. We attach ourselves to His Kedusha, to His Holiness. We recognize His omnipotence and His glory overall. And He begins the judgment, the judgment of the Dayan, of the judge, the judgment that is dependent on the witness that he is to, and the testimony, because he sees all and knows all. And as the days move into the double digits, Yom Asiri, we are elevated to a different dimension, a dimension where God disentangles us from our physical binding 
with the king known as Yetzirah, the evil inclination, and sets us free. And at that moment, we are atoned for, and our sins are removed, and the Kedusha of the Holy One, blessed be He, permeates everything around us. I wish you and yours the Ketiva, the Chatimah Tovah.